We all want to be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. Welcome back to the Positively Real Podcast. I'm your host and yo coach, B. King, and I got my girl, Priscilla Perez, back in the house. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Are we having deja vu? If you listen to last week's episode, we're here again. It's me again. And it won't ever stop because when I was planning out the topic for today's episode, I was thinking about how I could sit for 20 to 30 minutes talking at you about this um, idea that we have, Um, or I could bring on my girl that we literally talk about this all the time. So I figured because we talk about this all the time, we might as well record this conversation because it's so important and everyone needs to hear it because even last night I was on a group call in my mind over matter program. And we talked about this, like we talked about how when we do things for ourselves, we feel guilty and we feel like we need to be selfless all the time. And when we do things for us and we um, put our needs first, that there's something wrong. And we literally spent so much time talking about this last night on the group call. So it just felt like very divine timing to have this be a podcast episode. And then of course, because P and I talk about it all the time. So here we are. Welcome back to the show, P. Thanks for having me again, B. I mean, it's literally just one of the million conversations we have just being recorded. That's the only difference. Yeah, it's like what we talk about regularly, but now we've just hit record. So today's topic is very important, especially with the holidays being so near, is all about being selfish and giving ourselves permission to be selfish and why it is totally okay because there is some sort of conditioning that we have all adopted from our society that when you're selfish, that that's a bad thing. And I don't necessarily believe that. What about you? I don't either. Like, where do you think it comes from? Like I was thinking about this and, um, you know, I'm like, we did grow up in a, in a generation where it was very much like for most of us, some of us, our mothers stayed home and worked and dads went and, and, and worked. And it's not just a female thing. It's, it's both male and female, you know, like a lot of the men who they grew up just like working hard and doing this. It's like, I don't have time to go on a hike or do the things I love because I have to work. And then the women are like, I don't have time to do this because of my kids. And that was kind of the narrative that we grew up watching on TV and seeing in our parents and just that whole generation that just like makes us millennials, quote unquote, just be like, what is this retreat stuff that you're doing? What's this yoga thing that I keep hearing about? Like that is, that's not how I grew up. And just because you didn't grow up that way, older generation people, doesn't mean that you grew up the right way, right? Like there's ways that we can just all evolve and just be better. And I think about what self-care means and how important it is to like just fill back into your cup so that you are a better happier version of you where do you think this like selfishness comes from with self-care like where do you feel like it stems from well I you know what's interesting is like as a recovering people pleaser (laughs) 
right? Like I, I say recovering people pleaser because that's something that I have worked on for, for so long and just like putting other people's needs first and really wanting to make sure everyone is okay. Because that was kind of the role that I took on as a kid was there was a lot of, um, <laughs> emotionally unstable adults mm-hmm. in my life. And I felt responsible for their emotions. So I would just do things to make sure that they were okay. Yeah. And so I think that's a big part of it is like feeling bad when I, when I do want to be selfish, whenever I've ever had to put my own needs first, like I've struggled with that and it's gotten a lot better. But I think for me personally, that's kind of where it has stemmed from. So what I've had to learn is understanding that it's not selfish to take care of myself first. And this has been a five year in the making process, uh, and especially around the holidays. I mean, really whenever, but especially around the holidays when we're constantly in this like giving mode and then, you know, having family over or going to holiday parties. I mean, there's only, there's only four weekends in this That's month, it. right? Like there's but, only four weekends. But we plan like it's a whole year. We plan, it's like, like... It's a whole year of things to do. And then January 1st comes around and we're just like totally burnt out because we've like given, given, give, and we're not doing anything for ourselves. So, you know, I think that there's just like such a blend of society, family, and just, I think holiday stigma in general, yeah. you know, like, I think that that's really where it comes from. It's like holiday, the minute Halloween finishes, it's like, okay, it's madness, right? Everyone says it and it's true. And it's really just because everybody's hosting something. There's always like an event. There's always a party to go to. There's always a work party or function or this. It's just a very busy year on top of family time. And what happens is we want to do all the things and we say yes to all the things and we forget that no is an answer too. So that's why our weekends become so crazy. And that's why our weeks are like work. And then, oh, I have to, like, what were we talking about before we pressed record on this? (laughs) Brittany's like, I want to go to Kinergy event tonight, but I also have a party to go to after. And Brian's doing a race tomorrow. And it's like all the things. And we're just like, we want to do all the things. And it's like, okay, let's take a moment to just like sit down. It's like, what's one thing I want to get done this weekend? What's one thing I actually truly want to do? Like there, no is an answer to, and you have to say no. When every time you do say no is when you say yes to yourself, right? Um, We can't say yes to all the things during holiday season. It's just, it's just impossible. We're also just driving ourselves crazy for no reason. Well, and that's really what it comes down to because, you know, being selfish, quote unquote, has just gotten a bad rep when it comes, you know, when it's being like in that contrast of selfless. So what I believe is in order to be selfless, you have to be selfish because when you're giving from a place of obligation or giving from a place of people pleasing, you know, that's actually a form of manipulation because we think that if we do all the things for everyone else at our own expense, that we can control what other people think. We can control the narrative of what other people think or how they feel about us, which really when it comes down to it, like we cannot control what other people think. Sure. We can try to 
do certain things that can maybe shift how someone thinks about you. But really when we're coming from that place of like trying to prove ourselves or trying to make sure everyone likes us or like do all of the things and be all of the things for everybody in your life, it's actually, I mean, in my opinion, it's inauthentic. And I'm only speaking from experience because I'm saying yes to this thing, but deep down, I don't want to be there. And that's the disconnect. Like that's not, that's not authentic. And I think, you know, then it doesn't leave time or space to invite in the things that we actually want for ourselves. Yeah. And it's, uh, that, and, and, and what comes to me hearing that is I'm not worthy. Yeah. Everyone else is worthy, but me, Mm -hmm. I, I, I put everyone, I'm a people pleaser. I put everyone before me. I do all the things to make everyone happy because everyone else deserves to be happy, but me. That's what I hear. Mm-hmm. over and over and over. And that's what, you know, the, the, the idea of being selfish, what is that? Like, what is people who are truly selfish? There's this intent, there's this darkness to them. That's like to take, to take from someone else, right? Like mm-hmm. being selfish is just like, I, I am a priority in this. It doesn't matter how you feel or what you think. And I'm taking from you. And this, it's so different. It's like, self-care and selfish, they don't even need to be in the same sentence because it's not even the same thing. So what self-care is, is for you to pour every ounce of goodness and joy into your cup because the lighter you are, the happier you are, like that vibration matters. And that goes to everyone around you and people feel that. And especially we know this moms and dads too. I don't want to just like forget about the dads. Like I know so many men in my life who like are so focused on the grind and the hustle and they forget to like, Hey dad, we need you too. Like we need you to like pour in your cup and do the things that make you like, just like disconnect and have a moment of what, what, what is self-care? What is self-care? What makes me happy? So that when I show up for my family and I show up for my friends, like I'm the best of me because it's not going to show if you're just like, I was going to say something that just like grind your, I'm not even, I'm going to skip it. I'm, it there was a Priscilla, a Priscilla line that wasn't PG. So. Hey, this is, you know, we just like listed on this one on Apple podcast. No, no, don't say it like that. <laughs> but I, I hear what you're saying. And I think, you know, really what this is about is you learn how to be selfless by being selfish first, you know, changing the relationship we have with the word selfish, you know, like you said it, you can't pour from an empty cup. So it's like, what does that actually mean? You know, you get home from work, you have a holiday party, you have an obligation, you have all these things. There's very left to give yourself and the people that are most important to you. So we get to this place of just being mentally and emotionally just exhausted. So we're in that space. And then we walk into our, you know, our home and there's really not much left to give to the people that matter the most to you and yourself. So then your cup is completely depleted. And it's like, as, as nice as it would be that you could just like plug into a wall and like get recharged. Um, it, it doesn't work like that. You have to actually make the time and the space and create those boundaries in your life. So you can fill your cup back up. And, and there's definitely ways to fill your cup back up. I mean, I would definitely say, like I said, as a recovering people pleaser, I have shifted into this space of like, I know 
what I need in order to recharge my batteries, to fill my cup back up. And when my cup is full, the amount that I can give is so much more magnificent. Like I, I think about the times where my cup is so full and overflowing that I have an abundance of energy and love and all of the stuff that I've been pouring into myself. And I can, I can give that without it feeling like a place of scarcity or lack, like fully giving from a place of abundance. Yeah. And let's talk about boundaries because that's a huge part of it. It's yeah. like, let's, let's actually dig into setting those boundaries and it is, it goes back to no being an answer to like, for those of you who've taken my class and have been around me and be like, we preach no a lot because it is a reminder that we need to hear often of you can say no, because let me tell you, when you say yes to the things that you don't want to, you don't show up fully. And there's this, this, this feeling of resentment of like, oh, why did I have to like, guess what? You can also back out. It's okay. Nothing is that nothing is permanent, but death. nothing is permanent, but death. Okay. So no is an answer. And we forget that too. And we have to set those boundaries. And just because you have maybe, let's say a certain relationship with someone and they expect a certain like level of commitment from you and things have changed because now you're realizing that your priorities have shifted and all of a sudden you're saying, no, it's going to be uncomfortable in the beginning. Saying no is going to be uncomfortable. It is a skill. <laughs> it's Okay. And guess what? If they are your real friends, if they're your real family, if this is something that you feel good about, like it's meant to be the exactly the way it's supposed to be. Those people will still be in your life if they're meant to be in your life. And some people are meant to be there just for a season and it's okay. So if they left because you're not saying yes to all the things anymore, they were there for not the right one. Yeah. Well, and I think that you bring up such a good point and this is always so important to remember. And this came up on my group coaching call last night. Um, you know, if someone is a triggered by your boundaries or by you saying no, or by you quote unquote, being selfish, whatever they say is about what they think, like it has Mm -hmm. nothing to do with you. And usually people that have a hard time making time for themselves are triggered by people that do that because it's showing them that they want that, but they don't feel like they can. And then they, you know, make comments and they have all of these thoughts about when someone does that and that has nothing to do with you. So if you're worried about like saying no, when you really, really don't want to, and because you're worried about what someone thinks of you, Truly, at the end of the day, you can't control what someone thinks about you. Like we we yeah. try so hard to control that narrative and we really can't. So you might as well stay true to yourself. And the only person that you should truly care what think what thinks about you is yourself. Like, how do you think about yourself? Because the truth is, like, we have an obligation to prioritize ourselves because that's how we replenish. That's how we have energy to be present with the people that we love. You know, I had this conversation, um, in the group call like two weeks ago, it's just about being present, you know, like we're saying yes to all these things, but are we actually present for them? Yes. Or are we just showing up just to show up. Yes. And it's, there's a huge, it's a, it's a totally different energy when you're, when you're there. And like P said earlier, it's like, when you say yes, but you don't, when you mean no, when you're there, you're not present no, and you're 
only giving like a tiny percentage of your great, like your, your magic of your energy. So, you know, it is uncomfortable at first because we're so used to, you know, giving, 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 and we hate feeling guilty. But what's ironic about feeling guilty is it's our creation. We create the emotion of guilt by having thoughts about it. Like we have thoughts about saying no, and then we feel guilty when really we should be like patting ourselves on the back and be like, Hey, I know that that was really uncomfortable, but I'm so proud of you for staying true to what you want right now. And that's so powerful because that's going to invite in whatever it is you want. Like if you want to do something for yourself and you haven't done something for yourself in a while, like that's your opportunity to sit and be like, well, what is it that I want? Like what's going to recharge my batteries? What's going to fill up my cup? Oh my God. So many, so, so many nuggets there. And so, so true. I mean, and it's, um, and, and then a lot of people are probably listening like, yeah, easy for you guys to say. And you got like, it, it, I, I was, I was yes to everything. Like said yes all the time, even though literally the first thing that came to my mind was like, no, I was like, yeah, yeah. Totally. yeah like, I'm like, yeah, no, for sure. And then, I mean, you know, like we, I mean, we have P and I have so many similarities and we like call ourselves, we call each other out on it which is so helpful because she's like, don't like you say yes before you even check. Like I had a terrible habit of like P would ask me to like sub or do something. And I would just say yes, because like that was such an automatic, like because of the people, it was, yeah. Like the people pleaser in me that, you know, I'm recovering from, like, she was just so like, yes, yes. And then I would have to be like, Oh wait, no, I actually can't because my schedule doesn't allow it. But that was an automatic behavior. Like literally guys, I wish I could, I'm going to screen, I'm going to go back to like two years ago and screenshot conversations between B and I, and like, you can see the progression in like the Uh year of like, yes, wait, no. Okay. Yes. No. And then I would ask her like, cause so we, we, we worked together and um, like for a hot minute. And, and I was like doing like scheduling stuff with the studio that we both worked at. And I was like, Hey, can you send this class right away? Yeah. No matter like within 30 seconds. Yes, yes, yes. And then like a few months later, then I was like, yes, no, wait. And then a few months later, Hey, can you send this class? Let me check my schedule. I'm like, wow, B is checking her schedule now because, oh, before she just wanted to do all the things and said yes to all the things. And then it was the point of like, okay, give me a second. Let me, let me marinate. You also don't have to answer everyone right away. Like I, and people who know me really well know that I just like, I, I use the marinating word a lot. Like, give me a second. Let me, I'll get back to you. Because even if my initial response is yes, even if my initial response is no, like, let me just like have a moment. I don't need to respond right away. People mm-hmm. don't need an instant response. So if you need a moment and you're also trying to find the words to articulate how to say your no or how to ki- kindly, again, kindly decline, yeah. just take a moment, just marinate. Like, I'll get back to you. I'll let you know. And guess what, guys? White lies are okay. It's okay to not give people the reason of like, I actually just don't want to hang out with you or I actually just don't want to do the things like you can, you don't have to say that, right? There's like, you can come up with something else. Like I'm just like really burned out. I just want to kind of like hang home. Um, That's okay. That's an answer too. No is a complete sentence. Like no, it is. And you don't have to justify yourself. But we, but we find ourselves feeling like we need to, because Mm -hmm. again, that like discomfort. So yeah, I agree. It's like, you don't have to be like, oh, I'm totally burnt out. It's just like, no. I have but the transition, right? Like for, for the transition. extreme, extreme yeah. 
people pleasers that don't we can let's start with the white lie right let's like we're not going to go from like one to 100 let's like actually be realistic on our transformation it's not i get that it's not going to be like no for everything right um and my favorite quote that i literally say and repeat all the time is by glennon doyle where she's like every single time that you're given a choice between disappointing someone else and disappointing yourself your duty is to disappoint that someone else your job throughout your entire life is to disappoint as many people as it takes to avoid disappointing yourself. So literally anytime a question presents itself to you, it is like, am I worried about disappointing myself or others? And the answer every single time needs to be, I will not be disappointing myself no matter what. Oh, uh, I know that is honestly one of my favorite quotes and the best with her daughter when she was like, even when it's you and she was like, especially when it's me and that like gives me the chills because like, I know I learned my people pleasing from like trying to please my parents. Like I, that's a hundred percent where it came from. So to hear Glennon Doyle, like speak to that as a mother and her daughter, like even disappointing you, like, yes, Yes. even more disappointing me, like do not disappoint yourself no matter who it is. Yeah. I think in that, you know, goes into when you prioritize yourself and you make time for yourself, you know, you're making time to connect with the part of yourself that like is you feel disconnected from, right. You're stop thinking about what's next. Like, this is what I have to do. And I have to do this and I have to do this. And it's like, you actually just get to connect with like you. And then that reserves the energy to show up in a much bigger way. So every moment that you are choosing yourself, I do believe is selfless because Mm -hmm. you are rewarded because you're giving to yourself and you're not taking from others. Because if you are totally, you know, you're saying yes. And then you're like depleted. We take, we try to take energy from others. Like we try to like, to, to, to take from someone else because we have nothing left to give. So like that perpetuates uh, a negative cycle too. So it's like, well, we're selfless. It's truly about prioritizing ourselves first. And I think, you know, sometimes the, the mentality that comes up is when people are like, well, then I'll just be like, screw it. Like, I'm just like, not gonna, I'm just going to say screw everything and screw everyone. And just like middle fingers up, right? Like a lot of times our minds go to the exact opposite and like, we don't want to have that attitude. So it's finding that like softness, that like gentleness somewhere in the middle of being like, no. And then yes to ourselves. Like, I think like, it's kind of like a dance. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to start as like an everyday thing. Like what's one thing that you can do a week? Like, it's just, I, I think about um, a really close friend of mine who, you know, has, uh, she has like a four-year-old and, and two stepkids and her husband and she works full time. And, you know, the, the stepkids are in basketball and dance and her daughter's in, you know, four years old. And it's, you know, she, she, she works full time and, her weekends and her hours are, are filled with family. There's, it's, it's a lot of family. And, um, you know, when it comes down to her of doing the things, whether it's working out or eating healthier or having a moment to meditate. And I'm just like saying things that like, that, that is important to me, right? Like it's different for every single person. Um, and I think that's clear too. It's like, what are your things? It doesn't have to be the typical things. It's like, whatever works for you. And, 
and I think about her and I'm just like, you know, we have a lot of conversations and no matter how long we've been talking about like what, what works for you, like one hour out of the week, right? Like this has been, and I've known her my entire life and it's, it's, uh, you know, she is the person that puts everyone before her, everyone. I mean, it is very rare that I've ever seen her put herself first and, you know, she, she's getting to this, she's at this point in her life where she's like, I'm, 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 I'm ready. I'm ready to do the things. And it's like, you know, you start by speaking it and you start, you know, start believing it and start to hang around the people that do the things so that just to give you a little bit. Right. And someone like her doesn't need to necessarily go into like, okay, I am doing this for two hours every single day. It's like, you know, she's starting with one hour a week of just like going on a walk without her phone and just doing a thing that she hasn't done in so long, just to disconnect. And it's sitting down and realizing what works in your lifestyle, what works, it's different for everyone. And it looks different for everyone. And you guys are listening to two girls in their thirties that, you know, (laughs) I'm coming on my second kid. You, you're, you're about to have your first, like we, we live like just a different lifestyle than, you know, some people who may be listening, like it's just different. Life looks different on every single person. And, you know, some people are probably listening to us like, well, it's easy for you to say that because you don't have the X and this and this and this. And it's like, whatever is a priority to you, no matter what, you will make it happen. Because what you're doing is you put everything else as a priority. And if you were to just shift those things, and if you were to just for one second, just like sit down and like write it all out and figure out like, hey, where do I belong in this? Right? Because you should be at the top. 100%. You need to be at the top. Because what happens when you're at the top, is that it sprinkles to the family and to everyone else and to the world. And we need you. We need you. The world needs you. It really does. And we hear that all the time and we forget. It's like, but I'm not, you don't need a microphone. You don't need a podcast. You don't need a host or retreat to be important. Okay. Every single person, every single person's individual DNA is needed. So you are needed and you are worthy and you are meant to do all the things. So, because we need to see your light. Imagine if every single person just like did the whole, like Tiffany was saying about the Care Bears, Care like, Bears. Imagine every single person just like <laughs> showing their light, how much more beautiful this just like this world would be. And for those who feel like they are not worthy or they don't have a lifestyle to do it, like, yes, you do. Yes, you do. Change the narrative, change the narrative. And B and I talk about this so much because we really dove into having this business of the retreat together. So it's a constant conversation that we have during the retreat where we ask like, is it anyone's first time of like making an investment like this just for you? And it's always 90% that raises their hand three retreats in, in one year and 90% of the women raise their hand. Why is that? Why is it that we look at these things and we're just like, I, a retreat. I don't have time for a retreat. You have time to watch Netflix (laughs) and you have time to do all these things. I guarantee you, you do have time. Mm-hmm. prioritize what works for you, what you need. And um, we forget that we think we're not worthy and we hundred percent are. Yeah. Oh, I love everything that you just, everything that you just said, because it is, it's like not about having the time. It's about making the time, you know, time is a construct, you know, we don't have more of it or less of it. It's that everyone has the same exact amount of time. It's about like what is important. And if you're not at the top of that list, that is your invitation to sit down and kind of reevaluate why 
That is because first you want to have the self-awareness of understanding why you're not the number one priority in your life and then work from there. Because once you start making those small switches, like P was saying, even if it's just like a five minute walk without your phone or a two minute meditation, just like tiny, tiny changes, enough of those changes over time, you'll just become a new person. Your identity will change. You will be the type of person that does make yourself a priority. And it was Go to just, the movies by yourself. You're like, do whatever, whatever. Right. Like do, do the thing, like make a list of the things that like you just want to do the things that light you up, the things that like you want to be selfish. Maybe that just means like turning off your phone for an hour and just laying on your bed, <laughs> whatever that means, like not being available to uh, like have access to you at all times. You know, there's just, there's so many little things that you can do that really add up to the big things. It's just making the space and the time to figure out what that is. It's not just going to happen. You know, the older we get, the more we realize that, you know, if we were two young 20 year olds talking about this, it'd be totally different. (laughs) I think back to 20 year old Brittany and I was like, time, like, oh, like I was like, I had endless amount of time. Time did not exist in my world. Right. But now where I'm at, I'm like, I have had to consciously and really, really, really just been so aware of making the time, making myself a priority because man, it is so easy to push off the things first. It's so wild. Like I've noticed that with myself, especially with like coming off a really quote unquote busy season, my workouts, my meditations, my journals, first thing to go out the door. And I was like, so aware. And I was able to course correct that because that is such the narratives. Like, I don't have time for that. I don't have, what we're saying is I don't have time for myself. And that is the stuff that we have to catch and redirect. So man, it's just, it's like P said, if everybody just spent a little bit more time in this world, prioritizing themselves, just making a little bit more space in their day for like what lights them up or finding a weekend that they can just connect to themselves or do something we would have, it would just be such a different world. And what I love about what you did be is I remember when you started and this was before uh, Patty and I was like, we were teaching the dance class, but you like picked up dancing. Like you were just like, you started with Teresa, right? Was it like the intensity? And I love that you like how you communicated that and, and, and when you were posting it on Instagram, you're like, I want to do just something different and something that just like, I love dancing. I don't know how to dance and I don't care. I just want to take a dance class. And I feel like this year has just been like, I can see your face when you're in class. And I feel the difference of your energy after when you're just like dancing it out. It's, it's amazing. And you found something that you didn't necessarily like do all the time growing up that wasn't like your form of like happiness and all of a sudden you're just like I kind of just want to start dancing and it's like that's pretty cool I think I want to start karate classes just because like, <laughs> right? like just because like I just wanted to have something that was like that had no agenda other than like it was what light lit me up you know even it was just at one hour a week like there was nothing more behind it other than like it was just like me time and I had it on my calendar And it is, you know, it's something small, but it like makes such a big difference in my life. And that's really what it's all about. And I think, you know, 
having these conversations is always that like mirror reflecting back as we move into this holiday season and then, you know, new season of becoming a mom is like, these are the reminders. These are the conversations that kind of course correct that like help me redirect back onto that path. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm, I'm excited to hear from, from, from everyone else and everyone who's listening. And if you've gotten to this point in the podcast, one, thanks for staying on and hearing us. And also like, I'd love to slide in our DMs and let us know, like, what are the things that, that you do that light you up or the things you want to start doing in 2022, right? Like we're going into this new season of the new year. Now is the perfect time. She's like, okay, I'm going to commit. Even if it's like once a month, guys, once a month, whatever it is, tell us and we'll hold you accountable. I want to hear from you. Yeah. Let's make 2022 the year of being selfish. <laughs> let's make 2022 the year that we all prioritize ourselves because it doesn't, it doesn't take much. It doesn't take much. So my last question for you would be, how are you going to prioritize yourself in this new year? But most importantly, this like new season of becoming mom with two kiddos. I am going to, and I, I got really good at asking for help this year. So when I think about my like start, stop, continue also, I'm be like, I'm going to continue to like ask for help when I need to. And I'm going to keep that going. And it's not so much a new thing. Um, like I said, because I really adapt, adopted that this, you know, well, since having Bennett is call, we, Mitch and I don't have family here. So we lean a lot on uh, my best friend, Patty, who you guys know, you know, our nanny that we love so much and ask for help when I need to. What about you? I love that. Um, especially like ask for help so you can take an hour or 30 minutes to like yeah. time for yourself. I'm going to borrow that. I'm going to keep that in my back pocket. Like, you know, so grateful to hear those things. Cause I do, you know, I take note of that. I'm like, okay, that's something that like, I need to remember too, of asking for help. Even if that means that I just want to go, you know, get a pedicure or lay down. Um, but how I am going to prioritize myself in 2022, I'm, I, you know, really want to make time to be, you know, we've talked about this, like a student, you know, mm-hmm. I, I lead so many things. And when we went to the powerhouse woman event, I forgot how much I like crave, like just absorbing and being around that energy because 2020 just really took that away. And I was always in those types of rooms and I recently watched Tony Robbins Unleashed. Oh yeah, it's a good um, one with Brian. He wanted to watch it, which I was like, "Oh, you you do? You were like, okay? Let's watch it." And he was like, mind blown. And he was asking me all these questions, like as a coach, you know, how like what do you think about this? What do you think about this? And I was like, honestly, all I can think about is how I need to go to stuff like that. Yeah. So in 2022, I'm going to make a point if it's quarterly or twice a year. Like, obviously there's a different element with having a human on board, but Brian knows that that's a priority. Like I told him how important that is. And he gets it. Like he sees the return when I do that, when I, when I put myself in those spaces. So I didn't do that. I mean, other than the powerhouse woman event, but there was a couple other events. Like I really wanted to go to Rachel Luna's girl confident. Like there's so many events that I'm seeing now. So I want to like plan ahead, whether that's a retreat for myself that we go to together or an event, like a day long event. So that's kind of, that's, that's my intention for 2022. I know that's going to require some like planning and coordinating, but man, I, I feel that, that pull in me because that's really what like reignites my, my love and my fire for what I do every single day. 
oh, and this was such a year of creating and, and pouring back into the community and doing the thing. So I'm with you, sister. I have that. That is a huge intention of mine too. It's like just really, you know, being, being gentle with, with our motherhood season and in this season of also rebirthing is uh, taking it in, taking things in. Cause this year was a lot of us giving. And I think coming into this new one, which will continue with motherhood doing the things to just like ignite and inspire us too. Because I remember when we left that event and we've, we've been talking about this for so long is like doing a retreat for us and doing something just like that makes us a little bit more curious is, uh, so I'm excited to be your accountability partner on that. Yes. Likewise. Well, I love you, P. Thank you for always having these conversations with me. And if you're listening to this conversation and and you feel like you're the only person in your, your circle of friends that is like starting to have these conversations, you are not alone. (laughs) I know what it's like to feel like an apple amongst oranges and be the one like talking about this or being curious about retreats or workshops or sound bowl healing or meditation, like being that, that, pioneer in the people that you know, into personal development and growth and expansion. Um, I just want you to know that you're not alone. And these conversations are going down often. And Priscilla and I are really focusing on creating that community. So if you feel like you're the only one, you're not, and please reach out to us because we love talking about this stuff and we, we love do to talk to you about it more than anything. So, um, yeah, thanks for your time P. Thanks so much. And I'm so excited for, for everyone who's listening. And that if this resonated with you, know that this is, you know, just the beginning of, of so many things. And, oh, you know, B and I have our, our spring retreat the weekend of April 8th with, uh, along with Tiffany Leonardo and Patricia Tapia. We brought on two more co-facilitators who are just, we all, we all, we all speak the same language. We're all very different. Um, and we speak the same language, which is beautiful. So if you are in a place of what am I going to ask her for Christmas? Uh, the Align Retreat is where it's at. I mean, it is the best thing to ask your partner, family, or what. Um, invest in yourself. Invest in yourself. Kind of jump on this journey with BNI of taking things in and, and, and aligning yourself with those that are just going to like push you higher. So if you have any questions on that, holla at us because we only have a few more weeks until that early bird pricing changes. So yeah, let's, let's get on it. Let's like, let's, let's make some decisions and do some things. Yeah. Yeah. So if you have any questions, let us know. Cause we are like here for it. And for you, I think we had some, someone's husband surprised for me today and it was so cute. She was so excited. I was like that he gets husband of the year award. Cause he's paying attention. Cause she has probably talked about it and he's paying attention. I love, like, I love that kind of stuff. Like, you know, those are the gifts that mean the most because yes. they are so, so thoughtful and it's not just another thing. It's a full blown experience and an investment yes. in ourselves. So that was amazing. That was amazing. That was so amazing. She, we know someone who her husband gifted her the retreat for Christmas as an early Christmas gift. And we got the email this morning and we, she messaged us on, on Instagram and it was like, ah, like I wanted to cry for a month. I know. Knew so, how bad she I wanted to come. Oh, oh, so great. So great. Well, all right, you. Well, thanks for having me, ma'am. I just love having those conversations with my friend and partner and soul sister, Priscilla. It's so important to find people in your life that 
are on the same frequency and can have these conversations with and hold each other accountable. It makes such a big difference. Community is everything. And it's so funny as I'm, I'm sitting here reflecting on our conversation, looking at my vision board from 2021, the big word across the top was connection. And there's another big word, community. And gosh, thinking back to this past year of what we've created is absolutely insane. February of 2021 was our first retreat. We've now hosted three and they just keep getting better and better. We keep surprising ourselves with what we're capable of doing. But really when it comes down to it, it's just like that craving of being around other like-minded and like-hearted people. It makes such a difference. It truly makes such a difference. And it really elevates and expands you on so many levels. So if you're interested in this retreat, it's going down in April, like we said. Oh my gosh. We would love to have you. We would love to have you. If you listen to this podcast, we know that you are our people, and we would love, love, love to have you be a part of the magic. Doors are open now to sign up for the retreat. So if you have any questions, please reach out to either of us, but you can also find all the details in the show notes. All right. Hopefully to see you in real life in April. That would be so cool. Oh my gosh, I'd love that so much. April 8th to 10th. Paula, do you want to be a part of the magic? Until next time, remember to love yourself, own your happiness, and make your light shine. Bye.